Hi, you're listening to New Week number 114. This is a midweek update from New World Same Humans, a newsletter on trends, technology and our shared future by me, David Mattin. You can find the links, videos and images in this instalment in the email where this podcast is embedded. Just scroll down or on the web. See a link in the show notes. And if you're listening to this and you haven't yet subscribed, join 24,000 curious souls on a journey to build a better future. Go to newworldsamehumans.com to sign up. Hello from London. It's another packed instalment of New Week. So what do we have in store? Well, this week, tech giants from Microsoft to Snap put their arm around a trend that has long been a new world, same humans obsession. Meanwhile, Tesla and OpenAI outlined far-reaching manifestos. What does it mean when corporations become agents of socio-political policy and a new US startup, Figure, offered a first glimpse of its humanoid robot? Let's get into it. Talk to me. This week, a constellation of signals point to the mainstreaming of a trend long in the making. I'm talking here about virtual companions. Snap launched MyAI, a chat GPT fueled conversational agent inside their app. The feature is intended to serve as a general purpose chatbot, according to Snap, who say that it might plan a hiking trip for a long weekend or suggest a recipe for dinner or even write poetry. And you can see a little image in the email that displays it doing just that. Meanwhile, Microsoft launched a new feature that changes the personality of the AI chatbot inside its Bing search engine. Users can toggle between three options, creative, balanced and precise, depending on the type of answers they want to get back from the bot on their search requests. And in a Facebook update, yes, I've heard they are still written, they do still happen, Mark Zuckerberg said that Meta are working on AI personas that can help people in a variety of ways for Instagram, Messenger and WhatsApp. He said, we're exploring experiences like text, like chat in WhatsApp and Messenger, with images like creative Instagram filters and ad formats, and with video and multimodal experiences. We have a lot of foundational work to do before getting to the really futuristic experiences, but I'm excited about all of the new things we'll build along the way. Here's the New World Same Humans take. Look, it's happening. The mainstreaming of a trend that I've been tracking for years now. I started speaking about virtual companions in the early 2010s. And back then, the idea that millions would one day see AI-fueled entities as counsellors or companions or even friends seemed to many outlandish at best, essentially laughable. And audiences, some audiences literally did laugh at this idea. Via generative AI now, in 2023, that conversation has been transformed. Bing's tentative approach to creating AI personalities marks the beginning of a long collision between virtual companions and search. And it won't be long, certainly if Snap is anything to go by, until a personalised conversational poem-writing virtual companion is a part of every social platform. But this is just the start. For a glimpse of what's coming, check out the conversational generative AI platform character.ai, for example, where users are creating chatbots 
based on their favourite fictional or historical characters. Or take a look at the AI companion app Replica, which I've written about several times before. Thousands of users just a couple of weeks ago complained that an update to the app had disrupted their access to their AI romantic partner. Virtual companions, a counsellor, friend, philosopher in your pocket 24-7. They're heading for the everyday lives of billions of people and it's an innovation that may prove as transformative as the car or the iPhone. Policy agenda. Elon Musk took to the stage at a Tesla investor event this week to unveil the long-awaited third part of the company's master plan. This was Master Plan Part 3. And at the heart of this part of the master plan, it turned out, was nothing less than a grand unified theory of the planetary transition to sustainable energy. And that GUT, according to Musk, is this. Electrify the grid, make all road vehicles electric, install a heat pump in every home, move towards green hydrogen, and build electric boats and planes. The global shift, said Musk, will need investment of $10 trillion. And he says Tesla can play a part in every step along the way. Investors were reportedly disappointed by this presentation. They'd hoped for more detail on Tesla's product roadmap. And shares fell by 5% in the wake of the event. All this came in the same week that the IEA confirmed that CO2 emissions hit a record high, albeit lower than expected, last year. Still, it was another aspect of all this that really caught my eye, and here's the New World Same Humans take on that. There's no denying the Master Plan Part 3 was vague, a high-level, wouldn't-it-be-great-if march through the journey to decarbonisation. Still, see it alongside another much-vaunted corporate statement this week, and a pattern starts to emerge. I'm talking here about OpenAI's pronouncement, planning for AGI and beyond, and you can see a link to it in the email. It's an amazing statement, making clear that OpenAI will cancel its commitments to equity shareholders if it deems it necessary, and may in future fund the world's most comprehensive UBI experiment. In other words, they're saying, we know our AGI might break capitalism and we're figuring out some answers. In Tesla and OpenAI's statements then, we glimpse a truth, and that is this, in ever more acute ways, our governments simply can't process the technology revolution that we're living through. Instead, it's falling to technology companies to articulate the socio-political arrangements that will shape our shared future. On the one hand, it's welcome that OpenAI's Sam Altman seems to take this responsibility extremely seriously. He's talked endlessly in recent months about releasing AI advances gradually so as to minimise damaging social impacts. I mean, compare that with Zuckerberg's very famous move fast and break things credo. On the other hand, the leaders inside these companies still constitute a tiny, pretty strange and totally unaccountable elite. Are we okay with this? One idea whose time has come, publicly elected representatives on the boards of these companies. I don't pretend that that idea is easy to enact, it simply isn't, but it's worth investigating. Go figure. 
US robotics startup Figure broke out of stealth mode this week when it released the first images of its all-purpose humanoid robot. The company has generated excitement ever since news of its existence and $100 million starting capital was revealed in September. Figure is founded by Brett Adcock, also the co-founder of Archer Aviation, and it counts former Boston Dynamics, Tesla and Apple engineers among its team of 42 staff. So what's the core idea at the heart of Figure? It's simply this, we don't have enough people. Demographic change, including ageing populations, means the labour force is shrinking. But we live in a world, in a built environment, in homes, in factories, fitted out for human size and shaped beings. For, For beings that are around the same size and around the same shape and have the same capabilities that we do. And that means a new army of humanoid robots is the answer to our labour and productivity woes. Here's my take. There are plenty of people on the same page as Adcock, including Elon. Yes, we're talking about him again. At the Tesla event I mentioned earlier on in the previous story, Musk outlined his belief that humanoid robots will eventually outnumber people, saying it's not even clear what an economy means at that point. There's little doubt that a humanoid device of the kind Figure wants to build would be economically transformative. The real question, though, at the moment is, how far away is it? And the answer is, we have no idea. Researchers at Oxford University recently asked AI experts for a view on this, and essentially the experts were not much in agreement. You can see a link in the email to that study. Figure revealed little on their timeline. The roadmap for Tesla's Optimus humanoid robot is similarly unclear, Alphabet's Everyday Robots division is doing amazing work to bring together advanced robotics and large language models in order to create a household robot we can talk to as we do one another. At some point, surely, there will be a breakthrough moment. ChatGPT and the generative AI wave has already kicked off a great enweirdening of the global economy, but things could soon get a whole lot more strange. Also this week, TikTok says it will limit teen users to 60 minutes of screen time per day. Teens that hit the limit will be asked to enter a passcode to keep watching. The users set the passcode themselves and they can disable the feature entirely if they wish. TikTok, though, says the feature will help younger users manage their time on the app. Back in New Week number 43, I wrote on how the CCP insists on camera-enabled facial recognition to limit the time Chinese youth spend on video games. A new report says that a record number of countries enforced internet shutdowns in 2022. Internet rights group Access Now says 35 countries enacted 187 shutdowns, most triggered by mass protest or conflict. India came top of the list with 84 shutdowns. Microsoft launched a multimodal AI that can work with both images and language. Cosmos One can understand and label images, solve visual puzzles, perform visual text recognition and understand natural language instructions. Microsoft say that multimodal AIs of this kind are the best route towards AGI. The UN says scientists should find ways to reflect the sun's rays away from the Earth. 
In a new report published this week, UN scientists said that we're not on track to limit warming to 1.5 degrees and should therefore study in more detail a speculative group of technologies that may allow us to reflect the sun's heat. A US startup launched a new tool that uses GPT-3 to create an autonomous local radio show. Radio GPT will comb through local news sources and Twitter feeds to create relevant scripts and then use convincing synthesised voices to convert the script into radio shows that feature local news and classic pop hits. The platform can even be trained to emulate the voices of locally popular DJs. Last week I wrote about the transformative collision between mainstream media and generative AI. Scientists say that lab-grown brain organoids herald a new era of artificial bio-intelligence. First developed in 2013, organoids are tiny clumps of neurons cultivated from human stem cells. Researchers at the John Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health this week published a paper in Frontiers in Science, laying out a roadmap for the convergence of conventional and organoid AI. Back in New Week number 102, I wrote on how an organoid had taught itself to play the video game Pong. I said in that instalment that that is surely the strangest story we've ever covered in New World Same Humans, and I stand by that conclusion at the moment. And finally, the European Space Agency says the moon should have its own time zone. In a statement this week, the ESA said that it and other international agencies, including NASA, were working on an agreement to create a universally agreed lunar time and other standards for communications and navigation services on the moon. Humans of Earth, here's some key metrics to help you keep track of Project Human. The global population stands at 8.019 billion. Earth's currently needed stands at 1.799. The global population vaccinated against COVID stands at 64.1%. The 2023 progress bar stands at 17% and on this day, the 3rd of March 1938, oil is discovered in Saudi Arabia in an American-owned well that soon becomes the world's largest source of crude oil. Always there. Thanks for listening this week. The ongoing collision between conversational AI agents and the eternal human quest for counsel Friendship and even intimacy is a classic case of New World Same Humans. This newsletter will keep watching. That is my promise to you. And there's one thing you can do to help with that mission, and that is share. So now you've reached the end of this week's instalment, why not forward the email to someone else who'd also enjoy it? Or share it across one of your social networks with a note on why you found it valuable. Remember, the larger and more diverse the New World Same Humans community becomes, the better for all of us. I will be back next week. Until then, be well.